0: This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Tuesday, September 27th. Brought to you by Watkins & Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. Good morning, I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. White House sets food strategy. Consumers want food as medicine. And some farmer, optimism. White House lays out plan for cutting hunger and disease. The White House is laying out a strategy today for meeting President Biden's ambitious goal of ending hunger and reducing diet-related diseases by 2030. The strategy includes a few actions that the administration can take on its own, including research on front-of-package nutrition labeling and new voluntary targets for reducing sodium and added sugars. All of those proposals could take years to finalize, however. Several proposals will require congressional approval, such as a pilot project on providing medically tailored meals through the Medicare program. The plan also calls for expanding access to SNAP and child nutrition assistance. One of the proposals would make 9 million more kids eligible for free school meals by expanding the existing community eligibility provision. Now keep in mind, the plan was developed by the White House Domestic Policy Council in consultation with several departments and agencies. That includes USDA. So what's next? Well, the strategy will be the focus of discussion at Wednesday's White House conference on hunger, nutrition, and health. And by the way, a Republican House aide said there is, quote, bipartisan frustration with planning for the conference, saying the White House hasn't gathered enough input from groups outside of Washington heavyweights. According to this aide, House Ag Ranking Member Glenn Thompson and other Republicans are worried that this will just be another partisan exercise where the goal will be to use executive orders and other means to expand programming instead of taking a real hard look at both our nutrition and our hunger programming. You can read our report of a White House strategy at agripulse.com. Consumers want food as medicine a new consumer survey from deloitte says finds that consumers are still interested in the idea of food as medicine even as they struggle to cope with soaring grocery prices some 78% of consumers believe the right foods can keep them healthy 76% think eating the right foods can be therapeutic and help alleviate certain health problems But there is some consumer confusion over which foods they should eat that, according to the research presented yesterday to members of the International Fresh Produce Association, which is holding its annual Washington meeting, three and four consumers are taking steps to deal with rising prices, including cutting back on spending, reducing food waste and switching stores. The survey also found that fewer consumers care about attributes such as sustainability, non-GMO, and locally grown. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak after this located in washington dc watkinson miller has been providing legal services to the agriculture industry for more than 30 years the attorneys at watkinson miller possess a unique combination of knowledge skills and experience working with commodity boards and their partner organizations and the u.s department of agriculture Watkinson Miller is proud to serve the agriculture community by delivering top-quality legal services that achieve cost-effective results. Welcome back to Agripulse Daybreak. Some optimism among larger farms. Most farmers believe their profits will remain stable or increase over the next two years, that despite higher input costs, according to a McKinsey & Company report. Among farmers who operate at least 2,000 acres, 35% believe profits are going to increase, while 30% think they will remain stable. The survey also shows that growers believe input costs will be higher in coming months and they are taking steps to manage their risk. Some 48% of farms over 5,000 acres are buying inputs earlier and are selling forward more of their production a similar share of medium-sized farms that two to five thousand acres are buying inputs earlier and forty seven percent forward selling. Large farms over five thousand acres continue to be the most aggressive in adopting new technology. Some forty two percent of those farms are using remote sensing technology. Another seven percent plan to use it in the next two years. Another fifty three percent of large farms say they're using precision agriculture hardware. Hartzler pushes EPA to allow some uses of chlorpyrfos. A Missouri congresswoman is using USDA support for some continued use of chlorpyrfos to urge EPA to allow the insecticide to be used for those 11 crops. In a letter yesterday to EPA Administrator Michael Regan, Representative Vicky Hartzler, the Missouri Republican, quotes a September 20 letter from Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack in which he cites the department's comments telling EPA it could safely retain some food uses for chlorpyrifos. In response to a court decision, however, EPA revoked all of the food tolerances last fall. We are actively working to identify additional tools to replace critical uses of chlorpyrifos that currently lack viable pest management alternatives, including those critical uses in Missouri. Vilsack said in a letter which also said chlorpyrifos registrants are asking EPA to work on sub-labels for those 11 uses, which include alfalfa, apple, asparagus, cherry, citrus, cotton, peach, soybean, sugar beet, strawberry, and wheat. In addition, USDA, quote, will work to make the case to follow the science and maintain safe use of chlorpyrifos for those 11 crops and any others that might still be adjusted or refined to meet EPA safety standard, Secretary Vilsack said. Canada expects to need more U.S. ethanol. Canada's new clean fuel standard will increase the country's need for U.S. ethanol. That according to Aaron Annable, the acting consulate general for Canadian Consulate in Chicago. We'd like to see our domestic production grow, but we recognize that our largest trading partner is a strategic ethanol producer for us. As demand increases, there are opportunities for U.S. producers in terms of exporting to Canada, animals said yesterday at the annual Ag Outlook Forum sponsored by Agripulse and the Agricultural Business Council of Kansas City. Canada's new standard sets a nationwide goal of increasing the average ethanol content of gasoline to 15% by 2030. Here's today's He Said It. The good news is I've talked to all the leaders of the committees, both the appropriations and the agriculture committees, and every one of them says we're going to get a farm bill done. The problem is I can't get anyone to explain to me how they're going to get it done. That former House Ag Committee Chairman Colin Peterson speaking at the annual Ag Outlook Forum in Kansas City. Peterson later went on to say that he expects to see at least a one-year extension of the current farm bill. Well, that's Daybreak for this Tuesday, September 27th, brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit Agripulse.com. For Agripulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Talley.